Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. And this is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and Mark and Stuart. Stuart, welcome to the show, <laughs> morning, Stuart. Stuart. Woo! Stuart is uh, kind of a local around here. How far away do you live from, Wait. from, from Stuart's Point? Are we Stewart's Point? Is it called Stewart's Point after you, Stuart? Is this your point? I would like to think so, yes. Oh, I definitely. love it. We found Stuart of Stewart's Point. This is like a radio first. I think it might be Stuart of Sawtell. Stuart of Sawtell. Yeah, Stuart of Sawtell. Close okay. enough. Near enough, near enough. I'll take it. It's about 50-something minutes down the road. Nice. Uh, Stuart, what are you thankful for this morning? Look, I'm actually very, very thankful for something that happened yesterday. Yes. Because Ooh. I was panicking and trying to get back into town I was going to buy some ingredients to make the bread I make and then I was running a bit late because I would have been pressing it to get into town and then back because you make bread here. to give away to people right yes I make bread to give away to people uh-huh, uh-huh. there's people here yeah I was just going to say we are, we are people <laughs> yeah. we are people you are people that's <laughs> right and I would have had to rush into town and do and I had a moment I thought no I need to relax and just go down the highway and then I realized this is Easter Monday nobody's open. <laughs> well, well done. Actually they were open. I was very very <laughs> thankful. Yeah. Um, well, do you know what I'm grateful for, Lyle? What? My other best friend is arriving at camp today. I'm so stoked. She's coming up from Sydney. It was her birthday on Saturday, so we're going to celebrate. And I discovered that Woolies now sells vegan cheesecakes for 12 oh. bucks. A whole vegan cheesecake. Go, go Woolies. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm very excited. It's, it's a new saying item something for positive about Woolies, but I will say something positive about Woolies this morning. Yeah, it's a, it's a cashew, it has a cashew base and it's like a chocolate cheesecake. So that's sitting in my fridge at the moment. And when she gets it, oh, darn it, I was going to give that a secret. She's probably listening right now. Don't listen, Vani. I didn't say anything about cake. What? And, uh, <laughs> what are you grateful for, Lyle? <laughs> I am grateful for gentle, soothing rain. Yeah, I got caught out in that this morning. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> on did. My beach yeah, challenge. yeah, yeah. You would have been down there on the beach. <laughs> I stepped outside very momentarily, and uh, yeah, ducked across to the studio here, the studio, the makeshift studio in a tent. We are transmitting from a tent uh, at Big Camp. For those of you who missed it, of course, you're listening to the pre-recorded show. So, Mon, how do they get the live show? We tell we, we tell them this every morning. Look, it's we? easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's easier than eating an Easter egg, and it's so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've absolutely so much fun. You can like win so much more stuff when you listen to the live show. All you're going to do is like one of three things. First of all, you can download the TuneIn app, get the free version, search for Faith of M Australia, as to your favourites, Bob's your uncle. Probably the easiest. Yes. Then you can go to uh, faithfm.com.au. That's our website if you'd prefer to do that. And just press play on the live stream. Or our favourite is call 1-800-FAITH-FM and pester our team until we get the live broadcast out to your area, which is actually a lot more probable and possible than you probably think it is. Just give us a call. Tell us you're keen. We will work with you to make it happen. 1-800-324-843 is the number. We would love to hear from you. This song. That my Lord, my Lord has kept me. Yes, it is. Just another day that I been in my Savior's care. Yes, it is. Wanna say he threw, he threw his loving arms all around me. Yes, he did. And there I found, I found peace and joy right there. 
You're listening to Solster is just another day here on Faith FM. We are about to have the clue for the quiz. Yes, first clue coming up right now. Get ready to give us a call. 1-800-324-843 is the number. Once again, I've forgotten to go in the prize box, but the prize will be really cool as soon as I figure out what that prize is. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to ask one of our studio, studio audiences, because by the way... Oh, Jasmine is, Jasmine is here again this morning. Yes, if you are at Big Camp or anywhere near the vicinity of Stewart's Point, feel free to come on and join us in our pop-up studio tent, and you can watch the show happening live. And, uh, and sometimes we do cool things like asking our studio audience, our live audience, if they would mind going in the prize box and picking out a prize for me. Um, and uh, make it a cool one, all right, Jasmine? So Jasmine's our die-hard live show fan, and we love having her here. And, from Bundaberg. Uh, from Bu- from Bundaberg. Oh, yeah, by the way. Um, so my friend and I, Emery, your son, incidentally, we came up with a new law that residents of Bundaberg have to follow. Oh, okay. So a new law for a new law for. Uh, and Jasmine is going through the box and pulling out of not all the of iPad. Te- yeah, not, not the, the iPad. We are not giving the iPad away. Pick a, pick a book my, or a CD. Neither my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's give away Lyle's laptop. So prize this morning is a pretty old Apple Mac. Right? Hey, I'll give my I'll give my laptop away. I offered to give my laptop away while I was in Ethiopia. I said I'll give my laptop to anyone who can find me a verse in the Bible anywhere that says that we should keep Sunday holy. Ooh. I still have my laptop. Does that offer still stand? It still stands. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll give you the iPad. I'll give you okay. the so, office computer. I'll give you the whole lot if you can come up with that verse. By the way, um, so uh, so the new rule for, for Bundaberg residents. Yes. Bundaberg residents, by law, have to carry around a six-pack of Bundaberg ginger beer. So when they say, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so and I'm from Bundaberg, their proof is a ginger beer. So they have to give you a ginger beer. So if you're making friends with someone and you're like, oh, so where are you from? And they say Bundaberg, they have to give you a ginger beer. If okay, you've so asked, this is, this is the they new have to law prove it. Yeah, yeah. Um, made by so all the dictator of Australia. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging my true position in life. But uh, yeah, so any Bundabergans, that's the new rule. So please uh, arm yourself with Bundaberg ginger beer. And Man, if, and just, if just caught out, a, just give us the clue. Prison. The, prison. The, clue. Clue. <laughs> okay. Give us the clue. Okay. Do something to shut one up. <laughs> oh, by the way, so our, our live studio audience has uh, picked out a prize for us. So this morning, uh, we have a What City Am I quiz. If you get it right, we're going to send you a beautiful copy of Ellen G. White's book, 
Help in Daily Living, A Practical Guide to Everyday Blessings. It's a really lovely book, really beautiful book. Um, but let me give you the first clue for our quiz. It's a what city am I quiz. The first clue is this. Oh, but- by the way, we should mention Stuart, you're not allowed to answer. But oh, you yeah. are, if, you, if, if you do know the answer, you can write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Live studio, live studio audiences can't answer on air, but they can give a, give a crack on paper. All right, first clue. Blind Bartimaeus was healed by Jesus as Jesus was leaving this city. I see pens on paper everywhere. I think everyone's having a crack at this. And all oh, the rain has started. Let, hold up your paper, Jasmine. Let me see if I can read it from here. Lyle has got it correct. Uh, yes, Jasmine has got it correct. So if you know the answer, give us a call. Oh, we need to give Stuart some pen and paper so he can have a crack at it. Uh, if you have the answer, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text us on our texting line, which everyone seems to know off by heart. And um, <laughs> it's 04-something. And um, actually, do you know, a lot of our members, uh, our listeners, have actually saved that number into their phone, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but it yeah, saves give us, us a memorizing call. it. Or send it through any of our social media platforms and we will send you that book today. So go for it. Yeah, 1-800-324-843. This one's not so hard. I think everybody here in the studio has the answer. Well, good on them. On the first clue. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's impressive. Very yeah. impressive. Okay, Lyle, yes. let me tell you about some really cool news. I really hope this rain, by the way, isn't um, messing up our broadcast. Ah, oh, let it come. It just sounds, it gives it that real feeling. You can hear it drumming on the roof of the tent. This means that we are actually really live. It is our proof that we are not in the studio. We are live at Big Camp. Speaking of other structures that currently don't have a proper roof, Notre Dame. What an awesome segue that was, ladies and gentlemen. So Notre Dame, good news coming out of the fire at Notre Dame, right? Um, so after the historians, you know, breathe a big sigh of relief over the preservations of many of the artifacts uh, inside the cathedral... Guess who else is rejoicing over a miraculous, miraculous survival? Uh, tell me. Beekeepers. Bee oh, the bees survived? Like 180,000 bees. Every single one of them survived. No way. Yeah, so for the last six... I thought they were done for sure. Nah, nah. I mean, well, they can fly away for one thing. But for the last six yeah, years... Yeah, bees don't like smoke. They kind of... They, they do. They, they just run. I mean, as in they don't like it. They're yeah. correct. Uh, so the last six years, there's been like a trio of beehives nestled on top of the cathedral's roof. And the hives... Um, there were just a few honeybee colonies uh, that were stored across the city as a means of like boosting uh, dwindling pollinator populations. Because we've talked about this before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pollinator populations are on the decrease. We actually did a segment uh, a couple of weeks ago where we talked about how to increase your pollinator uh, environment like in your own garden. Like, you know, you can uh, go online and find um, uh, 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 movements and people who have groups where they teach you what to plant in your garden to really, you know, increase your pollinator populations. Um, so these, these hives that are uh, sitting on top of Notre Dame, they were managed by a beekeeper, Nicholas Gennent, since 2013. Um and uh, when the cathedral caught fire, poor Nicholas, of course, was absolutely wrought and very anxiously waiting the news of their condition. And, uh, you know, it took a team of did you know, it took a team of 400 firefighters nine hours mm, to finally that get that baby under control. Um, yeah, and so satellite pictures have shown that the three hives made it through the fire. And the bees survived. And the bees survived. Um, yeah, so one specialist were able to check up on the honeybees. Everyone was just ecstatic to hear that they were all alive and well. Even their honey's safe. That's amazing. Um, 
But, but this is a crazy thing. He said instead of killing them, the CO2 from the smoke makes them drunk and it actually puts them to sleep. So yeah. if they haven't gotten out of the way, like if they haven't been repelled by the smoke, they're actually in big danger of, of just falling asleep and dying from, you know, being burnt. And, um, yeah, so they, they were only 100 feet under the, where the roof was burning. Um, and if they, apparently if their hives had been heated to more than 63 degrees Celsius, the, the hive wax would have melted as well, and then the bees would have perished that way. Uh, so they're calling it a miracle. Everyone's very, very happy to have the honeybees all safe and sound uh, from Notre Dame. I'm actually really stoked about that. That's probably my favorite story coming out of that. that How would you like tragedy. to have 180,000 pets? I, do you know what? If they're making me honey every morning from a breakfast toast, I'm, I'd be stoked to have that many Stuart, have you, ever, have you ever kept bees? I've never kept bees. No. I've kept bees. Have you ever kept bees, Mon? No. My parents have, but I haven't. Yeah, well, I guess I should say my parents did. I oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I did then too. Yeah, there you go. We had <laughs> bees. Do you, do, you want a, do you want a bee story? Yes. Well, when I was little... It better be good. It was good. <laughs> It Go was on. bad for my sister <laughs> because we were we were at church on a um, at, at at a farm. You see, because yeah. we lived way out in the farm, and after church we would run around the yard and that sort of thing. And one of our favourite things, we'd get a stick and we rush up the hive and go bang 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 on the hive <gasps> and run away as fast as we could. But one of the problems was my sister, who was very little then was standing about 10 feet away from the hive. Oh, no. <laughs> so, my poor sister, Stuart. she got severely bitten. <gasps> so, so, you didn't have to run faster than the bees, you just had to run faster, faster than, than your sister, sister right? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> oh, no. Stuart, that's horrid. Don't do that to your siblings, ladies and gentlemen. Do not try this at home. I hope you got spanked for that, Stuart. <laughs> By the way, if you want to join Stuart and Jasmine and other members of our live studio audience, just find our tent. It is next to the... Uh, what's that thing called? The dining hall. The dining hall. Just do a circle of the dining got, hall and you'll find our tent. It's got big Faith FM banners all over yes. the outside of it. Lyle, I've got about a minute and a half, so let me squeeze in one more good news story. Um, so I'm sure we've all heard of the bubble boy disease. Nope. <laughs> Everyone's nope. heard of the bubble boy. You know that, you know that autoimmune disease that uh, people have sometimes where they're basically allergic to everything, like even air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they stay, have to put you in a bubble. Yeah, they have to put you in a bubble or they have to keep you like uh, contaminated in quarantine, like in a, in a hospital room. and just Decontaminated. Like, yeah, and like everything, everything uh, will... Br- uh, trigger an outbreak like even your bed sheets you can make allergic to cotton just like your list of allergies is just astronomical these kids like don't really lead lead a life at all Mm. they're just basically in isolation or in pain Uh, but for the first time ever doctors say they have actually cured several infants of the bubble boy disease so this has been a bit of a scourge for the last uh, 50 years since it first had an outbreak and uh, well I guess first discovered and, uh, and no one's been able to do anything about it other than just make their lives a bit more easy by putting them in these bubbles or, or putting them in um, <coughs> quarantine in hospitals. And so they're finally uh, at St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. They've been doing uh, gene therapy and uh, 10 infants that were born with this uh, autoimmune deficiency um, have actually been cured from it. And this is just fabulous news, just amazing developments in the medical field. And this, like, if this goes forward, like the relief must just be life-changing for the people who are suffering from this. So really great news this morning. Uh, but for now, we're going to listen to some more music. Lyle and I can't tell you what it is because we can't see the screen from where we're sitting. But yeah, I'm sure this song is going to be amazing. Do you know what it is, Lyle? King's Kaleidoscope, All Glory Be to Christ. Oh, yeah. I said it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, it's improved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should nothing of our effort 
efforts and no legacy survive unless the Lord does raise the house in vain its builders strive to you who boast tomorrow's gain tell me what is your life a mist that vanishes it don't all glory be to Christ all glory be to Christ our King all glory be to Christ his rule and reign will ever sing all glory be to Christ his will be done his kingdom come on earth as is above who is himself our daily bread praise him the Lord of love let living water satisfy the thirsty without price we'll take a cup of kindness yet You're listening to King's Kaleidoscope, or Glory Be to Christ, and I do believe that was the tune for Old Lang Syne. It was a bit sentimental, wasn't it? I have never heard that uh, those words to that uh, tune it, before. I, like, yeah, I was thinking, like, oh, is a year ending? Should I be kissing someone right now? Like, what is happening? I'm kidding. I've never kissed anyone at the uh, New Year's Eve celebration. That's terrible, Mon. That's just... That's just you're Lyle, I, I'm not married. Great. Who do you think great, I should be kissing? 
Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Our producer's like, me. And I'm like, darn right, I will. <laughs> On the cheek, that is. But uh, let me give you another uh, clue for our breakfast quiz, breakfast Bible quiz. Everyone in this tent knows the answer. If you know the answer, call us and snap up the prize. This morning is a copy of E.G. White's Help and Daily Living, A Practical Guide to Everyday Blessings. Who doesn't want more everyday blessings? Who doesn't? Anyone in here doesn't want anyone? No, and this is an all-time all classic. This is an all-time classic. It is. Um, it's a wonderful book. Greatest books ever Beautiful read. And uh, actually very easy to snap up this one because like Lyle said, our quiz this morning is not that difficult. That is easy Let one. me give you clue number two. What city am I? This city is referred to by Jesus in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Mm. Probably because it was a true story. Oh, yeah. Samaritan story was true. There is every likelihood that it was a true story, an actual event that Jesus was referencing that everybody was familiar with. Oh, I hear our phone ringing. Oh, I wonder if we're about to have our Yeah, prize here it comes, here it comes. Up. prize is about to disappear. So, uh, mm, the quick, it's it's the quick and the prizeless around It's kind of here. interesting when the producer just vanishes out of the tent. Usually she's got her own little soundproof box to That's work right. in. And <laughs> now she has to leave. <laughs> now she has to leave. But uh, talking about more serious story, going back to Sri Lanka. Um, and of course, oh, yes. the bombings over there, the death toll just continues to rise. It was at 290 last night, or as late, latest news report, and no doubt will r- rise over the next week or so. Um, and yeah, just horrific events that are happening over there. Um, uh, so far, we, um, uh, two, two Australians have been killed, two wounded. Oh. Um, and one of the real tragedies, I mean, I guess there's just so many tragedies that are the same as this, but you've got, um, you know, these stories coming out like Denmark's richest. Man, a business ty- tycoon, lost three of his four children. No. Um, you've got um, a, a TV celebrity who was in one of the hotels and she snapped a uh, you know a family selfie. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all sitting around the table just smiling and eating their food, having breakfast, put a little post underneath it, you know, having breakfast in the Shangri-La Hotel and, and, and within a minute they were all dead. Oh, that's just devastating. Um, so, yeah, some really, really tragic stories coming out about it. But, you know, it, it, it makes us ask the question, you know, we often think of India and Sri Lanka. And, of course, my roots are Sri Lankan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sort of feel a little bit closer to this than, you know, some of the other uh, great tragedies that happen around the world. But we need to understand that, you know, we often think of these countries as, you know, Hindu, Buddhist, um, Islamic countries. But Christianity arrived... Very early on in Sri Lanka. Anyone, anyone want to guess what century Christianity arrived in Sri Lanka? Nineteen. Uh, got some. It's not the nineteenth century. I'm guessing the first century. Uh, Stuart, you're going to go with the first century. That's, a, that's the opposite. That's 16th. the opposite. Uh, and Jasmine, Jasmine is. Uh, what was it? What was that? Jasmine's going with the fourteenth century. Okay, I'm going to go with Stuart. Stuart, why did you say the first century? I believe Thomas was a. An evangelist, disciple, he was, we called him Doubting Thomas, but that's a bad title because he didn't continue in doubting. Yes, absolutely. So, um, St. Thomas, um, as he is often referred to as, um, brought Christianity to India in 52 AD, and he brought it to Sri Lanka in 72 AD. That's first century. That's very, very early. So this is a very, very ancient church that that exists right there. That's really old. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to look at the history of Christianity there because um, they were called uh, Nazrani Christians um, and they were part of the church in the wilderness. In other words, they were part of the church that was separated from Western Christianity. 
and became almost Christianity frozen in time, frozen in the first century. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, it was a very good thing because mm. this was a Bible-believing, salvation-by-grace-believing, uh, Sabbath-keeping church. Hasn't fact, been messed up yet kind of church. They, yeah, hasn't yeah. been messed up yet. Um, they came under intense persecution in India in the 1560s when the Jesuit uh, priest, uh, Portuguese priest by the name of Francis Xavier uh, tried to get permission to go to Ethiopia to establish the Inquisition in Ethiopia because he knew that there were Bible-believing Christians in Ethiopia. And, um, you know, the, the, the policy at those times was to destroy anything that was not Roman Catholic at all costs. He was denied permission because of political reasons to go to Ethiopia, and so instead he went to India, established the Inquisition there in 1560. And um, a, a part of the motivation, of course, for this was that you know your Great Protestant Reformation has begun in 1517, and it has taken Europe by storm. It is based on the concept of Bible alone. Grace alone. Those are your two big foundations of the Protestant Reformation. And the big argument that Catholicism was giving against the Reformation was that they had no apostolic succession. Mm-hmm. And the Reformation then, of course, was pointing to the Waldenses, the Ethiopians, the Armenians, the Indians, and saying, no, we do have apostolic succession because these religious groups exist since the first century, since they were established by the apostles. And, you know, we don't really need apostolic succession anyway because our apostolic succession is the Word of God. But if you want it, it's there. And so there was a desperate move um, to destroy these uh, various communities. And, uh, of course, um, what happened was that they began by burning any books in India that were not written in Latin. So books that were written in Sanskrit, Arabic, Marathi, Kokani, etc. were all Because they, the, the, the Jesuits couldn't read them, didn't know what they said, didn't know whether they were you know, uh, espousing Protestant ideas or not. So they just burned them all. Anything that wasn't Latin, just burned the lot. Um, and anyone who then refused to convert to Catholicism, so this was uh, Nazrani Christians, Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, uh, were imprisoned, tried, and then burned at the stake if they survived their imprisonment long enough to be burned at the stake. If they did not survive their imprisonment long enough to be burned at the stake, they were uh, burned in effigy. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the Jesuits just need to calm down. They just need to calm down. Of Q- course, uh, uh, this was the Jesuit priest um, after whose name um, our current Pope uh, took um, as uh, as his title, uh, Pope Francis. Can you imagine how different our world would be if the Jesuits had never existed? Yeah, they've done a, a, a tremendous a amount of terrible things. Uh, they have a, a, a history. Anyone who reads the history of the Jesuit order will find that it is a history bathed in blood. Not so much in recent times. Um, the the Inquisition was abolished there. What year do you think the Inquisition came to an end in India? Anyone want to take a guess at that? Well, you said it came in the 15th century? It, came in, it arrived in 1560. So how long do you think it lasted for? Mm, the Jesuits don't You're do all things by halves, too hard. so maybe like in the 16th century to go on for ages. It ended in 1820, although there was, one, there was one uh, Inquisition law, which was the Xandi tax, which was a tax on anyone who was Hindu, um, that uh, you know, any, any Hindu merchants coming into the area that was abolished in 1840. So you had to pay for what you believed. Yes, that's disgraceful. Yes, you had to basically you had to pay to be not Roman Catholic, 
And so, yeah, this is a, the, the history of Christianity in India is a history of Christianity bathed in blood, and it's just it's just a terrible thing, um, and it's just so sad to see, you know, that what we thought was something that had disappeared with modern civilization has not disappeared, and it continues to take place. And now you've got, you know, Islam fighting back. And so you've got a history of violence by Christianity. Now you've got a history of violence by Islam. Why do we have to have these cycles of violence? You know, what can we do to stop these cycles of violence? Because every time we have, you know, this kind of violence and increasing levels of this kind of violence, it breeds hatred. You know, if you had family members that have been lost in those bombings, it would be very, very difficult not to hate Muslims. I hate the people who've yeah. done that. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be extremely difficult. And then it would be pretty easy to, you know, to begin your own holy war in retaliation. And of course, as soon as you do that, then you get this whole tit for tat that they had in Northern Ireland during the Troubles. Yeah. Yeah, a Protestant dies one night, so a Catholic dies the next night, and vice versa. You know, this is all over religion. And all of these religions proclaiming themselves as religions of peace. You know, what it really comes down to is that as Christians, we need to take on board what the Bible says when Jesus says, pray for your enemies. Yeah, and if, you're, if your pray for those religion that is bombing you. other religions, you need to understand that it's definitely not a religion of God and it's definitely not a religion of peace. That's just the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. You need to take a close look and you need to encourage your fellow uh, religionists. Our next song is requested by Robin. It's called No Longer Slaves by Voices of Lee. We hope you enjoy this. And if you want to request a song, just call through. You unravel me with a melody You surround me with a song Of deliverance from my enemies Till all my fears are gone Through it 
My fears were drowned in perfect love You rescued me so I can stand and sing I am a child of God There is power in the name of Jesus There is power in the name of Jesus There is power in the name of Jesus To break every chain, to break every chain To break every chain, to break every chain. He breaks every chain, he breaks every chain, he breaks every chain. We're no longer slaves, we're no longer slaves, we're no longer slaves. He broke every chain, we're no longer slaves, we're children of Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. We are here at Big Camp recording all kinds of interviews, and today has been the most amazing day ever, the family Sunday, fun day, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it the Super Sunday Fun Day. We have come to the end of the day, and the single most exhausted person on site has joined us for an interview. Kyle Morrison, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Wow, do you hear the tiredness in that voice? You can just hear it coming through, can't you? I'm not very excited on a good day. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be an awful interview. We should have let him sleep first and then interviewed him in the morning. Well, I got this text message. I'm available now for an interview and then sleep. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you don't fall asleep during this interview, we should be fine. If Mon and I just sort of suddenly start taking things over, you just know that um, Kyle has nodded <laughs> off. Now, now, Kyle is the man who is responsible for um, everything that has taken place today. And Kyle, in your wildest imaginations, did you dream that it would be the success that it was today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I didn't think there'd be that many people show up. So, yeah, yeah that's really heartwarming to see so many people There was a stack of people. Yeah. I was kicking myself that I didn't have, like, some sort of booth and flog some sort of a something and make a bunch of money because <laughs> there was a lot of people buying it junk food. It was the food. day to make money. I have never, ever seen a Family Fun Day Sunday mm. anything like what we had today. Yeah, there were certainly more people on that patch of grass than I've ever seen yeah. in my life. So, and, 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 I mean, we had the car show... 
which was my idea, but was the one thing that sort of <laughs> my idea every, was the one thing that failed. Every time he's mentioned car show, he's always tacked on, which was my idea. That's right. Yeah, but it was. but it wasn't a failure. It was just a small start, Lyle. Next year it'll be bigger. You just need to advertise year. it, tell people. They told yeah. me at the front gate that people were specifically coming through, looking forward to seeing the, oh, the old no. cars. So. We so had, next year we had a total of three old cars and one Skyline on site today just for the <laughs> <laughs> I think we added the Skyline in just, just... I think you might have to have given them like some free fairy floss just to ease them because that's not a lot of... But the thing is, the thing is, even though even though that was the one the one part that sort of kind yeah, of didn't take off a little bit, every, when they got here, everything yeah. else was amazing. And they had a great attitude, the ones that were here. They were, yeah. yeah. And you look, spoke I hope, to them, didn't I hope you? you oh, yeah, absolutely. The guys that, the guys that came were yeah. loving it. They're I really hope you don't abandon the car idea, the car show idea i think you should no, like know. take it and grow it and next year just yep. you know plug it a bit more relentlessly and then have like 15 cars and then after that have like 30 cars and then have mm. like 500 cars we'll get a few more people involved next year this year was a soft start we only contacted one or two groups and yeah we can do better yeah well, uh, we do hey but everything else that was down there what would you how many yeah, so cars we had uh we owned one jumping castle. I decided we should own another one. And then we rented nice. a third one. Yes. The most expensive. We just rented that. And so there was three jumping castles for the kids. There was also the Pinnacle of Terror. The youth department ran that. Did you climb the Pinnacle of Terror? I Kyle? did. Once when I was a younger boy, I did so. And uh-huh. I used to actually work on one operating it. So I didn't feel the need to uh, put myself through that again. You've been there, done that, ticked it off. That. That's right. It's like, yep, I don't need to. Yep. And, um, you should have gotten Lyle yeah. up that thing. We that should have gotten you up there with the mic strapped on you, and you could have given us a commentary as like you fall down and break your neck. Yeah, well, it's all pulled down now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's over. <laughs> See, ya. Um, yeah, and, and what else did we have? Uh, we? So there was the big red bus up there, which is. Uh, I actually don't know a lot about the ministry itself, apart from it was it's some sort of a drop-in centre for youth. Um, it's an old Leyland. You should know this. It's I guess so there was cool. one extra old car on site. That was a the yeah, bus. yeah, the bus, the bus. That's right. So a huge double-decker bus, and that's a ministry in Port Macquarie. I mean, it looked like it was selling ho- uh, hamburgers to me. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a food thing. I didn't it realize was. it was a ministry as well. It is a ministry, and they also have a kitchen in the back of the bus, and therefore they have a rolling generator that travels with them and a cool room. And so they teamed up with Life Health Foods that does a lot of um, vegan and vegetarian meats. And um, they supplied $5 burgers. And um, unless we find some burgers in the freezer somewhere, they sold about 1,200... Wow, burgers. Well, and they sold out, didn't they? Yes, and yeah. the, the, the whole thing got packed up because it was just like yeah. completely sold ran out. out by ran out of salad. Ran and out praise onions. the Lord for yeah. that. And that was before lunchtime was even over. Yeah, yeah, that was that was something that I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody was planning for. Just the volume of people that we had come through today. Yeah, no, that's because I guess it usually happens in the afternoon from one to five. So it's sort of after lunch, you can mosey on over and maybe have a look at the grass. But this time it was from ten to two. So you got to have your lunch and enjoy it with everybody else. We had a live music stage. I guess that was new this year. That was amazing. We loved that. We were that was actually, right outside of our studio yeah, right we here. We were grabbing artists yes. that we were listening to and dragging them into our tent and interviewing yeah. them. The music was really great. So just just super quality. There was um, uh, Ashley Bennett's Ashray Music. Yeah, we interviewed uh, her. I saw her uh-huh. and I was like, hey, do you want a slot? And she was like, yep. <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's so much talent here at, here at camp. Yep. And there was yeah. a few other, there was some other talent that was walking around like, guys, you should jump up on the stage yeah, but they yeah. sort of you know they will, yeah next year I'll get yeah. more organised on that one next year do you know what I really enjoyed I really enjoyed finding out and learning about all these different amazing ministries that so many people in our conference are involved with hmm. so for our listeners who might be a bit confused as to why we keep talking about ministries in terms of a fun 
Sunday. So we, yeah, it was like a market stall kind of like family fun day Sunday kind of a thing. But most of the booths, um, because this is a Christian camp, most of the booths were like a ministry of some yeah, variety, Christian ministries promoting from here, what they're there, doing. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like a like a fun day with a lot of meaning behind it, with a lot of quality happening. Um, so it was really cool. Like we we, uh, we met a lady who was running a ministry in Cambodia, and there's people like doing stuff in Kenya. It was just mind blowing. Nepal. Yeah. Um, I mean, stuff in our own backyard as Vanuatu. well. Vanuatu. And we have a lot of these people coming up to, coming through to do interviews. We're going to be interviewing yes. them while they are here at camp. We will be interviewing these people too, so that you can hear about the incredible things that they're doing. Adventure therapy. And uh, we'll play those interviews over the next few weeks. So, uh, yeah, over the next few weeks, get ready for lots of interviews that have birds in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people it's walking true. past. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. So, um,. Um, Kyle, do you know? Uh, do you got any idea how many people would have been? No, it would have been great to today. somehow do a head count, but I, I know there's roughly two and a half thousand people that are living on site for the week, and so you could assume that most of those came through the booths at some point. So two and a half plus, thousand plus. plus the extra couple of hundred that came in the yeah, gates today. Someone told me that you went out in this community up at Stewart's Point and was like promoing this uh, this fun day and just um, yeah. So there's a team called um, Eastwood uh, Mission College and they uh, door knocked specifically the community Stewart's Point, Grassy Head, Scotts Head, uh, door knocked and personally met and chatted with and invited people to come. And then we also had um, a couple hundred dollars Facebook advertising just that we pushed regionally, locationally, um, just to let everyone know that everyone's invited. We want well, we want you all inside, free entry. Um, yeah, no strings attached. Come on in and have some fun with us. So. Yeah, I mean, these are only small communities too. Very small. And suburbs. they've supported it really, really well. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. great to let them, to invite them in to come have a look at it and see what's happening. Because I'm sure they're all aware of this thing that happens yeah. once a year. And I'm sure some of them might be a bit suspect. But once you let them in and, you know, throw open the doors and show that you're not a cult <coughs> or a bunch of freaks, <laughs> they can really Did like you. Did you use that word, Mon? <laughs> this we is Mon, have to admit, this is Mon who gets us around in, a bit. In, 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 no, this is Mon who gets herself in trouble for using. Odd words every now and then. <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't no. you? <laughs> but yeah, I think it's great. I think it's, it offers a level of transparency that I think more churches should have. Yeah. Even if it's just for a fun day. Yep. Yeah. And I, well, I think that uh, most churches are treat, you, you can't get really much more transparent than yeah. a church. It can was you? like it was like a camp held out their hand and shook hands with the community. That's what I see that. But I mean, so. when you look at the size of the communities around here, and when you know annually two and a half thousand people turn up for mm-hmm. one event, yeah. You know that, that they know that something is happening down at the. Uh, your average caravan park is uh, is not that kind of um, yeah. size. So for one uh, week of the year. For one week of the year. <laughs> Do you know yesterday? It's probably it's probably the week of the year that they all look forward to because like they make their money for this week and then they're set for the rest of the year. I think because uh, you know how down at the beach, the beach is in walking distance from from the camp, and uh, I think <laughs> I think the young lifeguards who are working at this year, I think this must be their first rodeo because <laughs> yesterday about five o'clock I was down there sitting next to the lifeguard tent and I heard one of them say to the other one, I think we need to call the boss. We need to tell them that we got to stay like an extra hour because I'm pretty sure there's. About a thousand people on the beach right now. Have you counted? No, I lost count. Yeah, I think it's about a thousand. Call the boss. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and this is like one of these little, um, you know, laid back, super quiet country beaches where this is, we actually specifically uh, help. As far as I know, I might be speaking out of town, but we actually contribute financially to get extra lifeguards on the beach for extra hours during this period because we just want everyone to be safe on the beach there. 
Fantastic. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. And I've yeah. got to tell you, I'm, I need to get to the beach. Like I, I know I've been saying all day today in all our interviews that I just want to go to the beach, but it's getting to a point where it's less funny now and I'm just getting ratty bad. Like, I just want to go <laughs> to the beach, Lyle. <laughs> just it's end hot. This it's been a long day. <laughs> Mon wants to go to the beach and Kyle wants to go to bed. the weather, too. It was yeah. Kyle, you must have, have been. had better weather. <laughs> you must have been doing, so, spent a lot of the time on your knees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is where the word cold will come in. Rain dance. See, this no, is see, how this stuff anti, happens. He does, Kyle does the anti-rain dance on his knees. Oh, anti-rain. Okay, yeah, people, yeah. mm-hmm. people have been asking the last few days, oh, so what about the weather? I'm like, I'm not worried. What's going to happen is going to happen, and it'll be fine. We'll it happen, how it can you worry amazing. about it? We this can't is, change Sunday, the fact that Sunday's coming, so we'll let God worry about the weather. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's his weather. It's, he's Perfect. in charge. He knows, what, he knows what the region needs. He knows what yep. our needs are, yep. Yep. and he gave us a forecast of rain mm-hmm. and followed it up with just beautiful clear sunny skies golden yeah. sunshine perfect mm. perfect weather you could yeah. you know what better. i would i can't wait to be in heaven and see what the result of a day today might bring mm. you never know what person for the community came in thinking oh yeah bouncy castles and ice cream and burgers and old cars <clears throat> and end up wandering into our bookshop mm. and you know maybe purchase some sort of christian reading material and has gone home and has started started a journey that ends up with them walking with the Lord. Like, mm. you just never know where a day like today might end in an eternal sense. Mm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, amen. amen. And that's why we're uh, trying to connect with the community. Kyle, next year, plans for next year? Bigger and better? I'd love to see a, um, a concert or a, a Christian movie night or something tagged on to the end of this event. Ooh, yeah. Oh, so that the community, like we, we invite the community people to stay. So we've got Josh Cunningham here in the Connections tent, uh, the lead, lead singer Sing and guitarist from The Waifs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like 20-something year... 30-something year. He looks about 20 years old, but for some reason he's been playing in this band for nearly 30 years already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haven't figured it out yet. He started when he was two, probably. But, yeah, um, but when we did figure it out, the way we so are he's here on site. into whatever he is. Yes. <laughs> and he runs a concert on the final Saturday night uh-huh. for, um, you know, for the campus. Wouldn't it be great if he put a concert on with yes. us, for us, on the first Sunday night? for the community as well. Absolutely. And then we had um, all these wonderful artists that you've been interviewing that we had on the live music mm, stage day. Mm. We could pull off an amazing concert. You really um, could. God has blessed I these think guys if you, I think if you want to have a concert like that, you're going to have to have like some sort of sitting area. Because I think if people are coming in for the community, yeah, no, shopping in the, the tent, booths. Yeah. In the oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah, remember, we've got some tents here with 800 seats. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. The tent <laughs> yeah. thing with the... Ch- oh, I forgot <laughs> That's about it's them. called the camp Sorry, I'm still meeting. thinking about the beach. <laughs> camp meeting is... You know, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe a concert. The beach is um, eating your brain, isn't it? Uh, totally. It's just waves right now, just wave after wave. <laughs> Definitely more cars and probably some more food options. But yep. um, Okay, so we finished yeah. off at 2 o'clock today. Sure. If we're going to have a concert in the evening, hmm. um, does that mean we're going to have events to sort of bridge to that? Because maybe maybe we have a big tent full of beds so everyone can take an afternoon nap in between Dude, lunch. And you <laughs> have just <laughs> nailed it. No, this is a no it's actually be a little bit creepy. You want it like a midway? What you want to do is set up a bunch of hammocks in right. like a tree okay. alley, good. yeah, and just hammocks out in the open. Everything's yeah. transparent, and just like hire a hammock, like two bucks for half an hour. Yeah, or just make money out of it. Yeah, run a bus yeah. to the beach. Run a yeah, bus to the beach. and then have like surf lessons. 
Anyway. So after lunch, have a surf lesson <laughs> and then come back for a movie. If we change it, we might break it. So let's just do the same thing again. <laughs> With more cars. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kyle, it has been amazing. The Lord is blessed. Amen. Absolutely. Um, Amen. And uh, yeah, we, re- we really wish you all the, all the best as um, you start thinking about planning next year. I think, mm. I'm, I'm sure next year is the, probably the last thing that you want to have on your mind right now. I have a week off. I How long does, oh, really, it takes you that long to do this together? <laughs> no, I've been working on this for a few months. Okay. But... The reason it worked is because everybody did their job, not, yeah. not okay. me. Does that um, mean you're a bit of a taskmaster? Dele- delegator. Uh, oh, delegate things. Um, there's no way that you could run this. Like no. To have Cranville and all of the um, super team and the front registration team and the parking teams and then the chairs and the bins teams and... And the WHS team, and you know, and, the and then everybody actually team. has to show up and set up their own booth, and so I certainly didn't do the most work, um, but everybody showed up and, and did a little bit, and that's what makes an event like this great. It's fantastic, Kyle. Thanks so much for joining us here on Faith FM today. Mm. Um, you're listening to Faith FM, and uh, we'll be back after this song, the eight o'clock news, and then we're back with Encounter with God. And uh, Mons off to the beach, bye. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mons off to the beach. Kyle's off to bed, and uh, we're going ha- to enjoy the rest of our day. But uh, yeah, we will be back, so stay tuned. More great programming right after this. Designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. 
Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. I like that you've got the wool over your eyes Cause it suits me fine to know that you don't even realize I like the way that you don't question anything And I love the way that you go along with everything don't even know and I've got you under my control and you you don't even know and you don't even know just don't think about it live life to the full it doesn't really matter what's really real keep that bell real close oh don't peek through it doesn't really My, oh my, 
What a lost little child You're entangled in lies I have the best intentions for you And I don't want anyone else to be Lord of your life Lord of your life I want everything good for you I've tried to show you But people mind my name People make you afraid of me That's not what I'm like, oh Search for me and know me for yourself For yourself I'm a good, good father We're singing it in songs And I'm really, truly where you belong And if you search for me Through the clutter of this world You'll dust me off and find me At the bottom of your shelf Search for me Ooh.